0: Hello, everyone. We hope you're doing well. Welcome to the 17th episode of Creative Escape, a small corner of the internet where we discuss the importance of self-expression and creativity. Be sure to take this time to relax and forget the constant agitation that surrounds us. Without further ado, let's dive in. Today, we are thrilled to say that we are interviewing a friend of ours, who is also a fellow podcaster, Andrea Cardenas. She loves robotics, computer science, engineering, but also reading, writing, and much more. We are excited to talk about creativity and STEM and other areas that she's interested in. Hi, Andre, How are you today? Hi, I'm good. How are you too? We're great. Thanks for asking. Thanks for having me. Um, so today we're going to be asking you a couple of questions about yourself and how you... Um, implement creativity in your daily in your daily life great so the first question we have is what is slash are your creative escapes
1: I'd say that my main creative escape is music even though I don't play music as much as I used to when I was in like band in school and classes after school I listen to a lot of music and that's like my way of getting my creativity out and expressing my feelings just
0: vibing yeah and what what instruments do you play well i used
1: to play the violin i haven't played it in like two years but maybe some of those skills are still there hopefully (laughs) and i also
0: play the guitar the electric guitar the electric guitar yes and you sing as well, right? Well,
1: <laughs> everyone sings technically.
0: Uh, yeah, I like to sing too. That's really cool. And I, I understand what you mean by when you say like, I used to play music a lot more than now. And it's, I think it's really sad that sometimes as students, we don't, we don't get um, enough time to do what we sometimes like our hobbies. And I think that we we used to do that a lot more when we were like in elementary yeah. or even middle school. But now in high school, um, it's sad that we don't get as much time. Why you? Yeah,
1: we used to have a bunch of time to do like hobbies and stuff. But now when you finish work, you're so tired. They don't want to do anything that take that
0: requires energy. Just done. Yeah. Or I feel like also the pandemic had a lot of impact on it because, for example, in band class, we used to play oh, like a lot of instruments. And like, for example, I played the clarinet and now I for I think I forgot everything. <laughs> and yeah. So it's like very sad that you don't get the chance to practice anymore just because like everything has changed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We used to have the opportunities to learn in person and we could play our instruments or even in other classes like regular math classes we had different types of interactive learning yeah. and it was just so repetitive and it's always the same thing of like listening to a video taking notes and then doing a test
0: yeah mm-hmm. um the second question is in your opinion what is creativity
1: see creativity is something that's very difficult to define because everyone creates in their different in their own way mm-hmm. like this podcast is a way of showing your creativity other people make music other people like write books or make art and there's also an aspect of creativity and like science that like technology mm-hmm. which is the next question yeah yeah mm-hmm. that aspect of problem solving requires creativity and for me creativity is the process of creation which is kind of self-explanatory because creation isn't the word but yeah
0: (laughs) yeah but um yeah no, no no keep going keep going
1: it's like the process of coming up with an idea and making it a reality and overcoming all the obstacles that appear when trying to make it a reality
0: yeah, Mar- Mariana, and I are over here like smiling because we love your definition of creativity. Um, <laughs> and that leads us to, your, to our next question, which is how do you implement creativity in hard sciences? Well, you need creativity because everything that we have was created
1: with creativity. We wouldn't have computers. We wouldn't have light bulbs and buildings if there wasn't a creative process applied.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Answers... Yeah, answers to our problems aren't always like the obvious solution that you just get using math. You need to apply creativity because the problem isn't going to be obvious. The solution isn't going to be obvious.
0: Uh huh. And for example, and for example, we did an interview with with a professor of creativity mm-hmm. um, recently, and she was actually saying that creativity is problem solving as well, and that all mm-hmm. leaders are creative people so what you're saying is completely true that um, nothing would be done without creativity without creative um, skills so yeah
1: yeah. because you can learn all the basics you can learn all the physics and the math that has to do with it but when you're presented with a problem you have to take your knowledge and identify what's going to help you and twist the problem and your knowledge in a way that's going to help you for the solution. For example, in robotics, you can know everything about every single technological resource in both mechanics and programming. If -hmm. you don't approach the problem in like a creative way, you're never gonna be able to fix it.
0: Yeah, no, and that's really interesting to have a perspective of someone who really likes STEM because for now, um, besides Dr. Su, I would say, we have had a lot of people who are artists mm-hmm. and gives a, and give us that um, yeah like that point of view on creativity but seeing it from a from a science yeah. technological and mathematical perspective um, is really cool it's really cool to see and I think and I've always yeah no go ahead
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've always hated the idea of like left brain right brain like one side of your brain if like I don't remember how it is exactly if it's like left brain or right brain but I think that if you're rely on your left brain you're logical and you like numbers and facts and if your right brain you're artistic and love colors and everything. Mm -hmm. There's no such divide because both sides complement each other. There wouldn't be... Science, techn- technology without creativity, and there there wouldn't be creativity without theory.
0: Yeah, no, that makes a hundred percent sense. Yeah, and I also thought it was really interesting what you said about um that creativity. It's also like a uh, solving problems and um finding a way to overcome all those challenges that a uh, you have to go through when. You're, you're making something or coming up with an idea or like, a going through with something. So I think that's a very important part of creativity that a lot of people don't mention. And mm-hmm. do you think that creativity is an important aspect in your life?
1: Oh, for sure. Uh, I've always had like this urge to create and I've talked about this before on my podcast. Sometimes I just feel like I need to make something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's like just writing or a podcast or something like technological i just feel an urge to start a project and bring an idea from my mind into real life and i've always expressed this creativity in like different ways and yeah it's like a necessity
0: yeah and like when in your first episode of your podcast when it was i think it's fearful creativity um yeah and when I heard it, I, I was relating to everything you were saying, because, yeah, we have this this urge to, to bring things to life and to create. Um, but you were also saying something about being afraid of, of like, success or, um, like, yeah, or not being successful. Yeah, or like, mm-hmm. uh-huh, like what success brings. So I think it's yeah. really interesting thing to explore.
1: Because I feel like creativity is something that brings, like you take from within you, like something very personal. And when you take something personal and put it out there for the world to see, you you feel exposed and vulnerable. And as a person that's usually very closed off, Mm -hmm. it's very weird to expose myself in such a way. And it's scary.
0: Yeah it's really scary to be vulnerable especially with the world because you don't know who's watching who's listening and you have to be ready to Mm -hmm. receive um, like negativity uh, as well as positivity so it's just like you get the you get both sides and you have to be ready for all of it. Mm
1: -hmm. Like I don't know about you guys but if I look at my statistics I see people from all around the world like from United States from states that I've never met anyone from Mm -hmm. so it's like oh there's a person who only knows me through this
0: yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that happens to us because it's it's so weird um to like for people to have such a like a lens um or like know you but only through what you put out there so it's like they are only seeing a side of you
1: And it's a bit like, it's a bit misleading. There we go. It's a bit misleading to like create a podcast because you feel like you're talking to yourself. There's no one around. It's just your phone or whatever you use to record. Mm -hmm. But in the end, you put it out there. So there's things in my podcast that I've never told anyone about and that they found out through this because I thought that I was just talking to myself and then I posted it.
0: Yeah, and you, for example, when you get... Um, really like into a conversation or into like with yourself or with another person and you you just start talking really naturally. Some things come up um, like organically or naturally and mm-hmm. you can't, you sometimes think, oh, I just said that and I had never, like what you said, I had never said that to anyone or told I, that to mm-hmm. anyone. I never said that out loud. Yeah, out loud. So it's, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it just, you have to really learn um, that people We'll see that part of you.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So uh, um, we can also, we want to also ask you um, why like has cre- has being creative gotten harder do- during the pandemic?
1: Definitely. Definitely. In a way, okay, it's bo- gotten both harder and easier. On one side, you have nothing else to do. So yeah. like you mm-hmm. have the materials, you have the time, you might as well do it. Yeah. But on the other side... You're just cut cut off from everything. There's no inspiration. There's no other people to talk to. Mm-hmm. You feel like in your own bubble. And it's hard to get motivation and inspiration when the world around you is just closed.
0: Yeah, exactly. You have more time, but at the same time, you don't <laughs> at the same time you mm-hmm. don't have like everything is so repetitive and some and so mm-hmm. mundane that you just sometimes yeah, you don't know what else to do. You feel like you've yeah. done everything.
1: Like if you want to, for example, if you want to make an
0: episode of what's been happening
1: in your life lately, it's like I woke up, I went to school, I sat <laughs> on my computer for 12 hours, then mm-hmm. I went to bed. Like there's nothing
0: <laughs>
1: different going
0: on. Yeah, yeah. And it can sometimes feel really sad. Like sometimes you just mm-hmm. feel like, what is life? Is life yeah. turning into this? Is this my future forever? <laughs> like just sitting in a computer staring mm-hmm. at a Zoom class and that's it. Yeah.
1: And like, I'm a very goal oriented person. So I do like, okay, I'm looking forward to something in like a month. And that's giving me motivation. And that's making me look forward to things. But here it's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to leave my house
0: in two months. Yeah. I don't know if
1: I'm be- going to be able to see my friends
0: yeah exactly. because you sometimes make like plans and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they're like nope the pandemic is working <laughs> yeah go back to your yeah house. and and the pandemic has not let us made any plans at all like when you plan something um for example you're planning an event in six months you're planning it hypothetically as if it could happen but in mm-hmm. the month before the event everything could go crashing down and, <laughs> and every- like you speak nowhere. from personal experience speaking from personal experience because it like it's really frustrating but at the same time um the pandemic is teaching us to adapt to new situations. Yeah, yeah you have to be very
1: flexible. Yeah. But that makes everything so unstable.
0: Mhm. And it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. It's so frustrating. Like the like the uncertainty of everything. Mm-hmm.
1: And all your work and all your effort that went into this thing and you don't really know if it's going to happen or if it's going to happen the way you planned.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why did you decide to make a podcast?
1: It was basically almost a year ago, around a year ago, when the pandemic started. I was listening to a lot of media. I was working while listening to podcasts. And since I had like no one to talk to, and I've always done this, but I feel like it, I did it more during the pandemic. It was just always the conversation with myself. And once again, I had like that urge to create. So I just uh, like, well. I can just put these two together and mm. like kill two birds with one stone.
0: Yeah, and I feel like we did that too, but we did it months later. But at the same time, you and, and Thea are like, they mm-hmm. um, yeah. are both inspired us because we have mentioned it before, but we didn't know that you could do a podcast and like these resources that are coming up with te- like our new technological um, advances mm-hmm. that everyone can make a podcast now everyone can reach. Um, Hundreds of people at the same Mm -hmm. time—they're really um, like surprising when you think about it.
1: Yeah, you don't need to pay. You don't have to have the best microphone. You just need like your phone or a computer and access to the internet.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what are your favorite books, movies, and series? Well, I think you both know already, but I'm a huge (laughs) Harry Potter fan. Yeah,
1: same, same here. (laughs) I've read the books at least four times.
0: At least,
1: (laughs) I also love an
0: episode like on Harry Potter. Just that, yeah,
1: I saw that. I saw that.
0: Wait, like like a collab, like a like a part two, (sighs) yeah, part two with you. That would be amazing. (laughs) I'm
1: also a huge uh, Percy Jackson fan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's really good. As for movies, I really like Your Name and Scott Pilgrim. Those are like the two that stand out most to me
0: um I I, I've heard about Scott Pilgrim but I haven't heard about the other one what's your Your name name. your name yeah it's a Japanese movie and it's like anime or yeah yeah Uh, but it's a very good movie movie. like I want to watch is it like Studio Ghibli or it's not Studio Ghibli but it's like the same vibe kind of I want to like get into Studio Ghibli and oh
1: me too international Like
0: anime, and yeah.
1: And it's like the type of movie that, like, five minutes in, nothing sad has happened, but like the vibe, you're already going to be crying.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what are your favorite genres of like movies, series, whatever, books?
1: I like action and mystery a lot. Like, um, I didn't mention this in the previous question, but I also really like, like Avatar The Last Airbender, The Witcher like those fantasy type genres
0: yeah. yeah um
1: horror i'm starting to get into like
0: starting <laughs> when I, I
1: was little i was oh. a huge baby about it
0: i'm dabbling huge, on horror I'm Still a huge baby on it i can't I, like at first i was scared of harry potter <laughs> like i would me run too. <laughs> me too like they would just play and i would be like no Oh, please, no. <laughs> I
1: remember when I was like five, there was a scene from the first movie with centaurs in the forest. I saw like two minutes of it. I was like, nope, 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 not for me. me. (laughs) I was traumatized for like five years. And I used to say, I hate Harry Potter. I hate it, hate it, hate it. And here I am.
0: I'm the same. Like, I'm exactly the same. (laughs) Or with Star Wars, Darth Vader, I would like have like (laughs) nightmares about Darth Vader. And I would be like, (laughs) Like, I can't sleep. (laughs) No, the one that
1: traumatized me the most was Coraline.
0: Oh, uh, oh like I like Coraline, hate I that think, movie. Like I think, I'm sorry, Ugh. I think Coraline still traumatizes adults, anyways. So <laughs> I, <laughs> it's it, such a creepy movie. It yeah, is really creepy. Know. Like I just think about it, and it gives me like anxiety. I I really like it. I it never like completely scared me, but I think it was the, like it wasn't something in my nightmares, but it was scary. Like I understand why it would be scary because um mm-hmm. like the eyes, I don't get yeah eyes creepy <gasps> creepy you know and the kids that were like trapped
1: yeah <laughs> like the first time I saw it I didn't get to the kids trapped I watched it with my cousin which is who, who's younger than me like I still wasn't he was fine with it but I wasn't and I ran out of the room went to my parents and I don't think I slept for like five days straight
0: <laughs> I, I can't <laughs> like if I watch it I can't stop thinking about it and then like I get scared and I I don't know I just <laughs> <laughs> we should do a review. <laughs> no, of I'm not watching <laughs> that movie ever again. Like I don't remember it as well, but I just remember that it's <laughs> traumatizing me. No,
1: no, no. I was so scared by it, but I watched it again recently, Halloween this year. And it it it's not that scary.
0: Yeah, it's not that scary, but I think it is scary for a For a children's movie, because oh, oh definitely the concept is scary, it's so misleading. Because you see
1: a girl with like a cute yellow jacket and it's animated, Mm -hmm. like it's gonna be something like Nightmare Before Christmas, something just cheery. Yeah, no,
0: (laughs) yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Andre, why do you like writing? I like writing because
1: it's an easy way to get your emotions and your thoughts out and you can be creative and create like this completely alternate world where if you want there's no gravity or the sky is purple or whatever you can do whatever you want with it because it's a figment of your create your imagination Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and I like it because it's easier than talking yeah when you're writing on a page you don't have to worry about like being quick or not saying words like like or but <laughs> or um and <laughs> you don't have to worry about anyone listening or anything it's just you your personal bubble
0: yeah and I feel like you when I understand because when you're writing you're much like you're in control of the mm-hmm. situation because talking yes. you sometimes you just keep going and going and then you use Um, like muletillas I don't know how to say in English Mm -hmm. Um, yeah like 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 or as or what you were saying Um, and it just sometimes you don't feel like you're in in control when you're talking but when you're writing you're in up you're like you you know everything that's going on um, grammar everything Mm -hmm. you can control it
1: you can backspace and no one ever knows what was there you can just yeah. delete everything and start again because it's your own paper. You're not sharing it with anyone unless you're ready to. Yeah, you can
0: reread, mm-hmm. like revise. We sound like English teachers. That <laughs> yes. Revise. Sorry. what are other areas of creativity that you would like to explore in the future? I like to explore like the technological aspects of creativity
1: like using technology to create like what you like you can create like a game or I don't know whatever you want and I like it because it takes into consideration like some skills that I'm trying to develop Mm -hmm. and it will challenge me because anything that has to do with like programming and mechanics is hard like the simplest thing is hard. <laughs> so I want to challenge myself in that way and see what
0: I what I can create. Yeah, for example, like something that just came to mind. Um, would you like to develop video games or things like that? Which is something like creative in and technological. That would be
1: so cool, but I don't think I have the skills for that. Mainly because creating like game development requires you to be artistic and like know how to draw and animate characters and that's no,
0: no, I have none of that. <laughs> but I think you like last episode, um last interview with Juni Pareja, she was saying mm-hmm. that she she believes that anyone can draw. It sounds like ratatouille too anyone can cook. <laughs> anyone can cook. <laughs> but she was saying that she just practices a lot. Um so I think that you if you really like something you can truly um, develop the skills for that, and you're such a good um, like coder and programmer um, that I think you would be. You're going too far. <laughs> I think I'm you would learning. Be- yeah, but like you, you still haven't graduated school, so you have time to learn everything.
1: Yeah, yeah. To learn, so everything is like a learning process, and the skills with like the hardest, like the highest learning curves, are some of the most rewarding.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um. So, Andres, those are all the questions that we have for you today. Um, If you want to add anything else, um, you can do so right now.
1: (laughs) Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) So, thank you. Bye. Bye. For today's segment suggestions of the week, we have a documentary called The Creative Brain and a YouTube channel called ASAP Science. The first has a really interesting take on creativity because it doesn't solely include the perspective of artists, but of people who work in areas of hard science too. This goes in line with what we discussed with Andre. Additionally, ASAP Science is a YouTube channel that touches on scientific topics and explains them in a really fun, creative way. It is not only educational content, but it is also really entertaining. (laughs) That is all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed. And also, if you have any recommendations, ideas, or anything else, we have an email where you can contact us at. It is at gmail.com. Also, we have an Instagram account called Creative Escape Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed, that you had fun, and that you tune in for future episodes as well. Bye! Bye.